Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. These platforms are global. And so we have to assume that if if foreign adversaries have access, that there could be some shenanigans happening. If we hope to survive in this digital age, we have to think critically about the messages we consume. Someone created those messages for a reason. Let's find out why. Sometimes we just have to ask, what the media? I'm Megan Lynch, virtual consumer editor at KMOX Radio. I'm joined by author and media literacy expert Julie Smith. In this episode, a fired employee blows the whistle on social media platform Twitter. Well, Julie, a couple weeks ago, we spoke with Kurt Wagner with Bloomberg about the whole deal between Twitter and Elon Musk. Now we've got some new developments that I thought we should just hop on, do a quick podcast and talk about. So basically what we know is that Twitter's former head of security has alleged a lot of things, including the fact that the company misled regulators about its poor cybersecurity defenses, that it's been negligent in rooting out fake accounts that spread disinformation, and a number of things. This was all in a whistleblower complaint that was filed with U.S. officials. Of course, Twitter is calling this whole thing a false narrative. So what do we know, and what do we know about this individual in particular, Julie? Well, I think it's fascinating that he's actually a hacker, like a former hacker who goes by the name of Mudge, I think. Mm-hmm. So he knows, I mean, if you, if, you want to protect, if you want to protect your platform, you hire somebody who knows how to get around all of the roadblocks, right? Exactly. And I think it's really, there's a couple things about this that I think are so interesting. One of Musk's big complaints about the Twitter deal is that, that the Twitter higher-ups we're never really honest about the number of bots that are on the platform. And that's something that that the whistleblower alleges is that this the higher-ups at Twitter misled the board about the number of bots that are on the platform and that they also do not reliably delete user data after users delete their accounts, which is something that Twitter always said that they did. So I think it plays really well into Elon Musk's hands right now because it validates, if all of this is true... It validates what Musk was saying, that that they were never upfront with him about the number of bots on the platform. And, you know, it doesn't behoove them to get rid of the bots. So why would they? Why is this issue of bots so very important for Elon Musk? And, and why is this whistleblower bringing this up? Most of the bots, uh, at least from several websites that track a lot of the false information that flies on Twitter... Most of the bots originate in the, in the former Soviet Union. They, they're pretty easy to spot. They don't use correct grammar. Um, they usually have a lot of numbers after the username. They have trouble with our uh, verb infinitives and our articles like a and the. In many cases, they present themselves as military because they know that we love our military and we're more likely to respond to an account that, that is military. In many cases, they also pretend um, or claim to be part of some sort of espionage movement, I guess, which is kind of sexy. So everybody wants to respond to those messages. What's, what's interesting to me is that 
the longer, you know, there's all this research that says that if we are angry, we stay on these platforms longer. And these bots spread a lot of misinformation, not necessarily to change anybody's mind, but mainly to affirm what we already believe. So as long as we are still emotionally worked up, we are going to stay on the platform longer, which is going to make Twitter more money in the long run. So I, people might be up in arms about the bots because they spread misinformation, but really it's a wonderful money-making tool for them because it keeps people on the platform longer. We've talked before and you've brought out the fact that when it comes to social media, Twitter is not necessarily, does not necessarily have some of the, the biggest numbers of users. No, not at all. In fact, I think only two out of five Americans are even on Twitter. And half of the people that are on Twitter never tweet. They just kind of lurk. But Twitter has a lot of pull because of the people that do use it regularly. Public figures, journalists, people in the media, etc. So it does have a lot of, of pull, even though not everyone is on it. So it has a lot of, of social influence. Yes, that's a great phrase for it, yeah. Okay. You mentioned not just the bots, but you mentioned personal information and security. When we look at the fact that this whistleblower is saying that that security and privacy systems were inadequate, that the entire surface could have collapsed because of the way that Twitter is managed, is that believable? Oh, I think so, because Twitter's gone down before. Not for very long, maybe a couple hours here and a couple hours there, but it has gone down before. So I tend to believe it, but I can imagine there are people who think he just has an axe to grind because he got fired in January. What could it spell for Twitter if they did, in fact, mislead investors, regulators, and Elon Musk? Trouble. I mean, that's... If you get... You know, it's one thing to have Elon Musk mad at you, but it's a completely other thing to have the Securities and Exchange Commission yeah. mad at you, or the, the FCC, for that matter. Okay. And I suppose that... I, I don't know that we've heard anything from Elon Musk yet as of the recording of this. It, it will be interesting to see what his take is. Well, they did subpoena him, apparently, right after this report came out. So I'm sure that they will go through his information with a fine-tooth comb to make sure that it works in their benefit. Now, when it comes to this former employee, former head of security, as you mentioned, known as a hacker in the past, but also known for his impeccable cybersecurity credentials, he's worked for other agencies, including the Pentagon's, Google. yeah, and Pen the Pentagon, their Defense Advanced Research Agency. So how much credibility should we give him? He was let go for poor performance. Could this just be a disgruntled former employee? Or it could be that he was let go because he was about to expose all of their shortcomings. We'll see. I don't know. It should be really interesting to see what happens. For the user, does this matter in the grand scheme of things? You and I are both real people. And you and I both use Twitter, so I can't imagine that things are going to change for you and I. But it could possibly change if down the road... Twitter decides to clean up its act and get rid of all the bots, it, it, could, it could affect user numbers and eventually affect their bottom line. The, the other thing that was brought out that is also somewhat disturbing is this whistleblower alleges that as the events of January 6th unfolded at the U.S. Capitol, he was not certain that the platform was secure enough from its own employees that he was afraid that employees that were sympathetic to the rioters that day could somehow hijack the platform. Wow. And that brings up the whole censorship issue and who controls the story. It reminds me of the Hunter Biden laptop story, right? How Twitter squelched that, but it turned out to be real. That's almost terrifying, really, if, when you think about it. 
Because of the influence that Twitter has. Yes. Yes. What about this this idea, and we, we've touched on this a little bit, but this idea that this was a, a playground for foreign governments. The complaint highlights Twitter's difficulty in identifying the presence of foreign agents on its service. Yeah, they, they mentioned that there was a problem actually identifying foreign security problems and espionage. And I, I don't understand exactly how that would work. I think it'll be really interesting when that comes out to learn more about that. But these platforms are global. And so we have to assume that if, if foreign adversaries have access, that there could be some shenanigans happening. When I look at this, it makes me think back to the situation with Facebook where those internal documents were leaked showing what they knew about clicks and likes and hate and the impact that it had, especially on young people. This makes me think of that. And I'm wondering, is this going to be a watershed moment where people kind of pull back the curtain on The Wizard of Oz? Or will the curtain just get pulled back over again? You know, I would love it if it was a watershed moment because I'm all about transparency and media literacy. But we have such short attention spans. Tomorrow it'll be a different story on the front page and we will have moved on. Sadly. I mean, that, that's my hunch. I know it's kind of cynical, but that's my hunch. That's Julie Smith. I'm Megan Lynch. What the Media is produced by Odyssey St. Louis from the studios of KMOX Radio. Our executive producer is Beth Conglin. We invite you to visit KMOX.com for more on our Media Literacy Project. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 